Hey you guys, are you ready for the best show in the Pacific Northwest? Here's my dad, his boyfriend, and friend. Alright, it's uh, the Ron and Don Show, episode number 25, in part brought to you by our great friends at Les Schwab Tires. Our thanks to them, and don't forget, as you're driving around, you see the Les Schwab sign, stop in there. And you will experience a Les Schwab best tire value promise. It means for the life of the tire, everything's free. The other guys are going to pay money for all these silly, silly gift certificates, and then they don't end up costing anything. They upsell, 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 and walk into Les Schwab just to care. And you know what? If you bought your tires from the other guy, when you pull into Les Schwab, a lot of times they'll just fix your tires, send you on your way. You know you've bought tires from the other guy, and you've done that. And they take good care of you. And they take care of you today because they want to take care of your son and your daughter tomorrow. Generationally, Les Schwab has taken care of the Pacific Northwest. And now they're taking care of us and you because they heard your plea because you wanted three. And now three episodes of the Ron and Don Show. This is episode number 25. It drops every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And Ron, the best way to make sure you get the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday show is to subscribe. Yeah, that would be correct. So just go to, uh, if you're an Apple user, just on your phone, open the podcast app, search Ron and Don Radio, hit the subscribe button. It'll automatically show up in your feed. That's by and large our biggest uh, subscription. But also Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor FM, where we actually host the, the, the podcast itself. You go to any of those services. Using the player then remembers where you left off if you get in and out of the car, that sort of thing. So hit subscribe, rate us, and then give us the stars. That really helps as well. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, a lot of people are thinking about, and we're not going to go down the road of impeachment right now, but a lot of people are thinking about that. They're talking about that. And it's you turn on your TV set, you pick up the paper, and you see impeach or not to impeach. And here we go again. It feels like we're in that election cycle where people – are drawing battle lines, because guess what? We're heading into that election cycle. So isn't that kind of interesting? I think this is kind of interesting, too, because we look at this president. This president has 65 million Twitter followers, and it doesn't matter what people around him say. It doesn't matter kind of what his command staff says, his uh, cabinet says. If he wants to tweet something out, he's going to tweet it out. And you know he tweets it out in his own voice. Because whenever you read his tweets, you're like, yeah, I think that would be something the president would say. And on the other hand, you can tell there's a lot. Like Miley Cyrus, I guarantee most of the stuff that she is tweeting out. Right. Miley Cyrus is in writing. You go out, you hire a publishing house, and someone's going to be involved in making sure that they continue to send stories out there. Uh, because this is what the people want. This is what the press wants. And they'll continue to write these stories, talk about you. And then for her, hopefully you'll continue uh, to sell albums. I, I don't know how I feel about this, though, because I people always say when they think about this presidency or other presidencies, why can't we have Camelot like uh, we had back in the day with JFK? And people think of JFK and they think of Jackie O and they think of Camelot and they think of perfection. But really, uh, I don't know if you've read any of the excerpts of the new book by Carly Simon. And you know Carly Simon from the song You're So Vain. I didn't know that she was best friends 20 years with Jackie O. They were very best friends. I didn't know that. And Jackie O, who was married to JFK, and then she went on to marry Aristotle Onassis, 
Jackie O evidently told Carly Simon all her secrets. And now what Carly has decided to do is write a book and publish a lot of those secrets. I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting. Because I think when Jackie O is sharing that with Carly, she didn't necessarily want her to share that with the world. And can you imagine if someone shared all our secrets uh, with somebody and then you're not around to defend yourself? So this is what's going to be said about JFK and Jackie O and Carly Simon's new See, book. See, you coming. said I shouldn't want to know this, but I kind of want to know. Yeah, here you go. All right, and uh, this is according to the USA Today. It says the late Jacqueline Kennedy uh, revealed to her close friend Carly Simon that not only was she aware of husband John F. Kennedy's marital indiscretions, but she was unbothered by it. Uh, she goes on to say, Simon does in her memoir, "Touched by the Sun," that my friendship with Jackie. Uh, uh, was very close. She was very candid with me. And we talked about a lot of sensitive topics. And she knew that President Kennedy, even though that he was having extramarital affairs with the other, other women, that he loved her the most. And then she went on to marry Aristotle Onassis. He also had indiscretions. And she said it didn't matter to her. She was unbothered by that because he loved her the most. And then we've heard the stories. Bill O'Reilly, in fact, did a book in uh, Killing Kennedy, he's done this killing series that has actually done really well. People have bought those books. I read that book. And in that book, he claims that John F. Kennedy would send off his wife each and every weekend. So then he would get together with the secretary pool and they in, would, in the pool in the pool at the uh, at the White House. So it'd be interesting to see if JFK could actually survive or even become president with social media and everything else that's See, out I've there right now. I've thought about this a long time because it, in, not just in politics, the type of ambition that it takes to become president of the United States or even like a U.S. senator, uh, for many people, a CEO of a company, a professional athlete, you can go along a lot of different metrics in my mind. That type of personality has big appetites. And they're crazy people. They have big ambitions. They have a lot of uh, narcissism and probably a lot of psychopathy, if I can uh, use that $9 word. And because if, you, if you're just a normal person, you don't have ambitions to be a CEO or to make, make a rocket and go to the moon. Or like when the stuff came out about Jeff Bezos, it's like, yeah, when you're the richest guy on the planet, man, you're going to like have some big appetites. So if you're, you're Bill Clinton's like, oh, Bill Clinton has an appetite for women. Really? You think so? A guy that's going to stop at a McDonald's and, and eat when he, he's the most powerful man in the world because he's just hungry for a cheeseburger. He's also going to have sexual appetites. Really? That's shocking to me. So I think that the fact that that's just a, that's just a part of that personality profile. So if you're JFK, um, I don't I, I believe what she said. In reality, it was probably completely compartmentalized to him. Now, I don't think he would want it broadcast in a book by the friend of his of his wife. Yeah, because she's I don't not. Think that he would want because Jackie O's not here to defend it, and he's not here to defend himself to even say but, if those. But things I are think true. that that the way people look at that um, is outdated uh, because it, and, and it's unpractical. In other words, what's outdated it, and what's unpractical it, it, to, to find to try to behold people in power, power and wealth and celebrity to try to say, we're going to confine you to like, you have to behave in this way. It's like, that's just not that personality type to put all these artificial constraints on them and say, society wants you to never indulge. Oh, sorry. I'm JFK. That's I'm going to do that. 
Like, like he, that was, it's just part of the personality type to do that. Am I wrong on that? Do you think? Well, I don't know. I, I will say, I don't think that Jackie O though is telling the truth to say that indiscretions like that wouldn't bother you. I don't see how they couldn't bother you because somebody loved you the most. Uh, that in itself is a bit sad to me if that's true. But then again, we're hearing that through a best friend and we're hearing this years later, uh, decades later, after it was told to Carly Simon. So I'm just wondering what kind of best friend you are when yeah. you would go out and you would use this story between Jackie O and John F.K. Uh, and these were told to you. I have to believe these were told to you, thinking you're never going to write a book about this, are you? I, I would think if Jackie sat across from Carly Simon and just said, hey, I'm going to share some stories with you. Promise me in 20 years you won't tell these stories in a book to try to sell books. Uh, I think Jackie would be okay with that. I, I think she would have an issue with Carly Simon oh, I do writing too. a book about these, these, these stories. I don't think she should write the book, and I also don't think anyone should be surprised at the results of that story. No. I really don't. Well, the book's diff- uh, written already. It's coming out. Yeah. i tell you the book I want to read, and everybody that's reading it says it's awesome, is the new Elton John book. I've read some no, of the excerpts. Really? It's out now. I bet that would be good. And I hear it's fantastic, and it's... I, I kind of wanted to see Rocket Man the movie. I never saw that either. I heard, I heard it was good. Yeah. So his, the, the book is out, and I hear the stuff on Bowie. It's incredible. Mm. The story's about Bowie. I can't wait to read that. Hey, don't forget uh, the Ron and Don show. They heard your plea at Leshua. Now you got three. Three episodes. Of the Ron and Don Show. It drops Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Hit that subscribe button. And also thanks to 750 reviews we've gotten for Absolutely. The Ron and Don Show. Give us a star rating. Give us a comment. That helps uh, feed the algorithm to get the show out there and recommend it to other people, get it on the front page, that sort of thing. So we would really appreciate if you do that and help us spread the word. And, and big big ups to uh, Les Schwab. Yeah, thanks to them. They're going to do big stuff during Thanksgiving, Christmas. They do a holiday food drive. They also want to make sure the kids out there. They get toys during the holiday season, so we'll have a lot to share with you about our great partners at Les Schwab. It's the Ron and Don Show. Coming back, we'll see you on the other side of this, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. You should buy a shirt. It's the Ron and Don Nation t-shirt. $5 goes toward helping kids. It's cops helping kids. Find out more at ronanddon.com. Hey, you know what? Uh, they heard your plea. Now we have three. Three episodes of the Ron and Don Show. That's thanks to Les Schwab. Every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And don't forget, as we're heading into winter driving season, Ron, you just experienced this on one of your real estate uh, journeys. Yeah, right? I had to drive over to Chelan, or I got to drive to Chelan, and two mountain passes... If it had been snowing and icy, I would have been in trouble. So do what I'm going to do. Stop by Les Schwab when you see him. Say, uh, tell him you're part of the Ron and Don Nation. Have him check it out. Say, is my rig ready for the cold winter months? And they're going to do a, a check for you. Make sure everything is ready. And especially if you know you're going to be going over the pass, if you know you're going to go up and uh, be going snowing or snowboarding this year, go to Les Schwab. Get winter ready at Les Schwab. You can find a location near you at Les Schwab. Schwab.com slash Ron and Don. Yeah, and uh, while you stop in a Les Schwab Tire Center, do this too. Bring some food with you. A lot of times during the holidays, we're looking to help people, but we don't know how. They have it figured out at Les Schwab. They know there's 23 million Americans that go to bed every night, including 11 million children. They go to bed hungry, and so that's one of the reasons Les Schwab has teamed up. That's right. It's Drive Out Hunger and Les Schwab. They have teamed up to help make sure that every child 
and every adult that lives in Western Washington that they go to bed on a full stomach. Just go to leshwab.com slash Ron and Don. That's leshwab.com forward slash Ron and Don to see how you can be a part of something bigger than yourself. Let's Schwab, let's say it together. Doing the right thing, it matters. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me at ronanddon.com. All right, they heard your plea. Now you got three. Les Schwab, that's right. Now sponsoring the Ron and Don Show, sponsors of ours for years, great partners on Terrestrial Radio. And the thing I love about them, they aren't just uh, sitting on your corner. They're just about on every corner to sell you tires or help you with chains because here comes the snow, right, as we head into those months. Let's try to put those chains and those cables on. Make sure your battery's going to crank as we also head into colder weather. Make sure you have enough chat on the tire. They're going to do all that. In fact, if you stop by Les Schwab Tire Center, they'll take your rig, they'll put it up on a rack, and they'll do an investigation of your car. They'll do it in writing, and it costs you absolutely nothing to do it. You go somewhere else, it's going to cost hundreds of dollars, not at Les Schwab. Just allow them. Take your car, put it up on a rack, inspect everything. Make sure those brakes are good to go. Make sure the battery's going to turn over. Make sure you have enough tread on those tires. Les Schwab, LesSchwab.com. 85 locations to serve you here in Western Washington. And now, a big part of the Ron and Don Nation. Our thanks to them. So you just mentioned Elton John. Have you ever heard, he's one of the most top-selling artists of all time, but recently, there's a guy that's outselling everybody. His name is Kim Min Sok. Have you heard of him at all? Uh, for the sake of this uh, radio program, I'm going to lie I just and, told say, you. and say, say, say I have not. You Who have is that? Uh, if I hadn't very told in, you just very, a second ago, very interesting. before we started this segment, I have would no you have idea heard who it? this is. Kim Min Sok penned a little tune called Baby Shark. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know if you've been under the, the water torture that is watching the Baby Shark. Have you seen Baby Shark? I think I have. Bubba do, you know ba- Bubba, do you know Baby Shark? Do you know about the Baby Shark? Everybody sings it at school. Oh, Everybody do. sings it uh, at school. Everybody sings Baby Shark. Sh- it during the World Series. Everybody sings uh, Everybody Shark. sings Baby Shark at and school. So, uh, do you know how Baby Shark goes? Yeah. Okay, can you sing it? Okay. It's not singing it into the mic. I don't blame him. So Smart this man. is the, the one of the biggest earworm songs of all time. It goes, yeah. How does uh, it go? Daddy Shark, Mom Shark, Baby Shark. You got all the different sharks. Okay. How's it go though? And I don't, I don't want to start. It's going to be torturous to Let's people. Let's No, I want to hear it. I don't know if I, like I know learn. it. I like to learn it. G Force, can you just give me a little bit of the tune because I forget. Baby Shark, and that's it. Well, there's, that's there's good. It's it. Baby Shark, do to do to do. Okay. So this guy, thank you, Bubba. never set out to make uh, a worldwide phenomenon. He was uh, starting a company called Smart Study, where he was trying to make material for children yeah. that would help them learn. Mm. And so he wrote the Baby Shark song to introduce kids to sharks. Yeah. And that the, everybody has it like concepts. Everybody has a family, mm-hmm. uh, even sharks. Sharks swim in the ocean. Like very basic educational situation that song now and the company that uh they have that is the parent company uh to that song is now worth 125 million dollars oh my gosh wow just from the baby shark song wow so baby shark mom shark daddy shark their company smart study uh company from 2010 till now and it's now branched into two companies 
$125 million. Uh, and it, for instance, one of the guys in the World Series used it as his walk-up music. And did he get sued? No. He, oh. They got the royalties. Oh, they did? Their, okay. their publishing went up 89% oh. just during the World Series. Because wow. okay. it was played on all the games. All the fans were That's singing awesome. it. They got all the crowd shots of people singing the Baby Shark. Everyone's dressing up as sharks and okay. doing the shark motion. So 89% went up on that. That's great. And so then the other thing that they've done which I actually kind of want to see some video of this. Mm -hmm. They have taken the show on the road. After their, the YouTube song got 3.8 billion views, they have now, and it reached the Hot 100 on Billboard, Wow, this song. Yeah. Believe it or not, coming to you soon, and we'll see when it's going to be on, uh, here in Seattle, Baby Shark Live. Oh. This is a live show. Didn't you go to the Wiggles Live? You know, yeah, and somebody told me. my uh, Baby Shark Live, coming to an arena near you. My friend Matt, who's a parent, told me this. He said, all these things that you're working on to take your kids to and all these live shows, like the Wiggles, for instance, or if you're going to take them to Disneyland when they're too young, he said, you're not going to get parental credit for that down the road. You're just not. What have you all the pictures? Because at some point, you know, you change your kids' diapers, they're going to change yours. And you're looking for that trade-off and that payoff. We all are. I always think about that. Who? Because I'm 52 now, and I'm like, okay, things will probably go sideways about 72. About 72, they're going to go sideways. That's when they'll probably go sideways. And then that's 72 to 82. That's 72 to 82. You're probably just hanging on. You're gonna be like Jack Lalane. You're gonna start wearing that body. Once you hit 82, the diaper goes on. No, uh, for, in my case, the hearings hearing aids have probably been in for twenty. You years. are going to be walking at a forty-five. I'm going to be. My back, back is out today. <laughs> back is going to yeah. be out. I was jackhammering with my friend Joe the other day. It's a dumb thing. I should just pay someone to jackhammer. But I but know I, that you like the jackhammer. I like jackhammering. So I was. Back yeah, up. I was doing demo on a house. So I shouldn't have been doing that. And and anyway, at that point, that's when that because it's Veterans Day. We're, we're taping this on a Monday. My son's sitting over there. That's when I figure if I'm nice enough to him now. If I do the things now, if I take him to the Wiggles now, if we go to Disney, he'll have all these great memories and go, you know what? I don't want to change my dad's diaper. I don't want to do it. But he did take me to Disneyland or the Wiggles. The problem is if you take them at a very young age, like my friend Matt said, you get no credit for that because they have no memory. And even if you have pictures and you show them the pictures, they don't care and they want to go back. So the best thing is... Would you go to Baby Shark Live? Would you go to Baby Shark Live? bet it's a no. We got tickets. It's a baby shark show. Live. It's a little kid's show. Anything with little kids and princesses oh, just, now, he's not into yeah, it. Yeah, I just got the I just got the nose scrunch. Yeah. That's, little, a, that's a no on Baby Shark Live. Yeah. 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 It's a good radio show having my son off microphone. He's just having a conversation. Grandma and Grandma Shark. All right. We're out on Baby Shark okay. Live. Anyway. $125 million dollar of, company. It's a lot of money. Off of Baby Shark. Yeah. One, two, five. Zero, 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 zero. You know, and what they do now is they will hire a company to monitor whenever that song is used. And you use that song, don't get permission. You're going to pay that royalty fee or you're going to get sued, right? And I could mention some very famous phrases right now. That if I said the phrase, that there's companies out there that protect these phrases. In fact, they're phrases that you and I have used before. And then we get a cease and desist. And they're like, hey, you can't use that unless you're going to pay a royalty. And by the way, the royalty is this much. I won't even say them now because oh. I don't want to get a letter from one of those companies. But they're out there, aren't Ab- they? Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, they're going to make a lot more than $125 million. And they should pay that Major League Baseball player in that club 
They should give them a percentage of that. Well, they got paid from the TV rights. Yeah, so they did an incredible job for them. Anyway. All right, uh, don't forget the Ron and Don Show. They heard your plea. Now you got three, three hours of the Ron and Don Show brought to you by Les Schwab. It drops every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Our thanks to them. Go to leschwab.com to find out more. It's Ron and Don on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Well, hey, you guys, here we go into the winter driving months here in the great specific Northwest, as my son used to uh, say. You know what I did last fall is I stopped by Les Schwab Tire Center and I said, could you put the new Mazama open range tires on my 4Runner? And I'm telling you, Ron, when they put those tires on, it was a game changer when it came to control, when it came to gas mileage, and when I would put my truck in four-wheel drive, sometimes with the other tires, it would slip. Not with the Mazama open range tires. And don't forget, you have a 60-day ride guarantee. So if you get to the 59th day and you don't like those tires, take them back to Les Schwab and they'll just replace them for you. Yeah, not just a 60-day guarantee. 60,000-mile warranty on these tires. So go to LesSchwab.com. You can find the store nearest you. Head on in there. If you need some traction, you're concerned about winter driving, you're going to go snowboarding, skiing, or going over the passes this winter, this is what you need to do. Yeah, and if you're in a passenger vehicle, which a lot of you are as you're listening to the Ron and Don podcast, you can choose the Mazama reputation tires those are great too that's all season traction they are quiet they are comfortable and you get that seventy thousand mile warranty so what are you waiting for visit leschwab.com that's leschwab.com for more information about these amazing tires and i can't endorse them enough leschwab let's say it together doing the right thing you know it matters All right, don't forget, Ron and Don are licensed brokers. We do something called the Ron and Don sit-down. And we're going to do this uh, with Caitlin coming up here on a Friday. Uh, we basically get together. You come meet us at our Windebeer office, and Ron and I sit down with you. Uh, we fight to make you a cup of coffee. And then uh, we wear little name badges so you know who's Ron and who's Don. That's right. It's very important. We have arrows pointing to us. So mine says, has an arrow, and says, I'm a stupid. And then it's pointed over to you. And then you have the exact same one. That's Correct. Pointed, it's pointed. a vicious circle. Yeah. It's pointed. <laughs> it is. A, it's been our whole lives. It is a very vicious circle. Yes, it is. Anyway, we'd love to sit down with you, no matter where you are on your real estate journey. And sometimes, when you're thinking about selling a house... Maybe the answer is not to sell the house. And that doesn't make me a very good real estate broker, but sometimes maybe that's what's best for you. All right. Uh, anyway, reach out to us. Just go. Find Ron at ron at windermere.com. Don O'Neill at windermere.com. We are licensed brokers with Windermere. It's all up at ronanddon.com to find out more. Don O'Neill at windermere.com. I got to, t- so when you were a kid, uh, and if this is too personal, you don't have to answer me, but when, uh, when you were a kid, did your family ever use layaway? Where if you wanted to get your school clothes or maybe... Why would that be too personal? I was just saying you might be sensitive to it. I don't don't know the answer to that. No, we never laid anything away. My father uh, was a truck driver. And it was kind of interesting because my father always dressed really well. And he wore these Tony Llama boots. I know they're Tony Llama boots because I always had to clean his boots for him. And he would order those from Texas or down to New Mexico where he had friends. He'd have these boots shipped to him. His boots were very important. His boots... 
and he had 10 pair lined up in the closet when he was driving a truck. That's a lot of boots. Well, and he was short. And I'm which I'm 6'1 and 3 quarters uh, in my bare feet. He was probably only 5'7. And so really? it's really important to wear his boots because he liked to be 5'9. The build that I have, the husky build that I have is from my father. Uh, but my height, I think I got uh, on my mother's side. So anyway, the Tony Llama boots. And then he'd have these Wrangler stretch jeans. I love those. With the crease down the front? With the crease down. And then my sister every night while I was polishing my dad's boots, his, her job was to make sure uh, she would redo the crease. And then he wore these crazy Western shirts all the time. And then he would wear a cowboy hat or he'd wear a Mack truck. And then he'd have a jean jacket on like I have right now. And he'd smell like diesel I can see like where you get your, your aesthetic from now. Yeah, that's why, I'm wearing, the, that's why I'm wearing the jean jacket. You, so you never had, you guys, if you bought a new TV or something, never did well, a lot this of Well, this is my father. He, he, he didn't care how my mother, and we didn't have a lot of money. And he didn't care how my mother dressed. Uh, but he made sure that he looked awesome. And then when it came to kids' clothes, what we would do is we would go to Sears. And there was something called a tough skin jean. And the tough skin jean had knee pads that were reinforced. And the deal was that you couldn't take out these knee pads. And my brother and I were like, oh, yeah, you don't think we can take out these? And we go in the backyard with our Tonka trucks and we try to take out these knee pads. You could not take out these knee pads. So then finally, because we hated the colors, my dad would go through and get purple ones and orange ones and red ones. And and these pants were like nine cents for a pair of pants. He spent so much money on his own clothes, there was nothing left to clothe his children. So my brother and I one day, we were sick of the purple pants and the red pants. We went and got some scissors, and we thought it would be funny to cut out the, the knees, knees all right. and the tough skins. And then what we did, because we said, you know what, this doesn't look right. We went and we rubbed them in the dirt, and then we took them to my father, and we said, hey, look what we did. We were playing in our tough skin jeans. All we four ended, knees. We ended out. up taking out the knee pads this afternoon, and we would like to go ahead and see if we could get some new jeans. Maybe that didn't say tough skin on them. Maybe that said Levi or Wrangler, something like he would wear. And that's when he would say, uh, bend over and grab your ankles. I haven't hit you yet. This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hit you. And then, bam! And then he would say, and now you can cry. And then he'd give us permission. So that's how that ended up. Uh, nothing on layaway, though, Ron. Nothing on layaway. So I, I, I'm glad I didn't uh, touch off any nerves. Is that too personal? Layaway yeah. is back for millennials, just but a, they just, don't want to call it layaway. Just in time for the holidays, They right? don't want to call it layaway. They, they're calling it pay over time. Huh. And there's a couple companies. Uh, one is called Affirm. One is called Afterpay. And these are for items uh, as low as $50 and below. Hmm. So uh, companies like Urban Outfitters, Forever 21, Walmart are, are introducing this. And it's become very popular with millennials who go in. They'll find a $50 sweater at Urban Outfitters. They buy it uh, using Afterpay or Affirm. Pay on it over several weeks uh, to pay off the the fifty dollars. And the thing that's interesting to me about this, uh, among the fact that it's just back, and as long as you call it something else, because p- layaway to me, in my if I found out a friend growing up had bought something on layaway, that was sort of stigmatized. Uh, it was very. Um, you would look down on that person if they said, "I got my new Nikes on layaway," or we had to. Why uh, would you look down on them? Well, it was just meant that you were a poor kid. 
Oh. And so, like, it would never. It, I think I bought a couple things on layaway. I would never admit that. To I've anybody. been over to your house. You weren't a rich kid. No, well, we weren't a rich kid. But I'm yeah. saying, like, my my first recorder thing that I bought that was on layaway. Okay, but I would never admit that to anybody. Really? Like, no. Oh. You would pretend like you bought it cash. Oh, but it was actually on layaway. And so, the the thing that's interesting to this about me, one of the things is, so millennials fell right in the generation where many of them were coming to age in the 2008 bubble when the economy absolutely tanked. And so they have kind of the same childhood relationship with money and possessions and paying things as my parents did that went through the stock market crash uh, uh, and grew up the generation after the stock market crash of this mentality around money that's very kind of scarce in some ways like they'll look at this and and see nothing wrong with buying like why would they want to lay it away then if they see scarcity? You'd think if you saw scarcity no, and you learned from that that you wouldn't want to lay anything away. That what? you that that you would want that's to go. That's a good out. point. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And I to might me. be misreading the data. But the 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 thing of being like I think our generation or at least was brought up thinking you don't buy it unless you can pay for it. Or at least that's how I was raised, except for the recorder that I learned my lesson on that I ended up overpaying for because I couldn't pay it off on time, but it's a different story for a different day, is um, the, to have this, if you can't pay for it, don't buy it. Then you had sort of a generation that was all about credit cards, and I sort of straddled that line when I went into my 20s. It was like, I deserve to go to the Bon Marche and buy a giant stereo with Bose speakers and put it on a credit card and pay it off over the next 10 years. I probably paid $4,000 for that 300 dollar stereo yeah uh and so then after that you have this generation that's like no i'll do it layaway if you give me these terms where i'm buying something for fifty dollars over four weeks and there's no very little or no interest on it uh but it's coming back up to 20 percent of u.s adults are now interested in using pay over time just don't call it layaway pay over time and i think we forget many times when we live in the pacific northwest on the coast uh that what it's like uh for people in middle america many of them the majority of people making under fifty thousand dollars a year uh they want to have nice things or see the fashion that like your dad had they want to get the tony llama boots and fifty dollars is a lot of money i think fifty dollars is a lot of money to me i don't know what you're talking about you have to be in the midwest fifty dollars is a lot of money to me. well so. i'm just saying i don't know if you're a guy that would use uh pay over you know time right I, I i don't think so because i don't want anything like i'm i am for what and i really mean this and i know people say this and and they don't i i am not attached to stuff uh, stuff is a vehicle, so just like a car to me is not a reflection of who I am. Just the car is something that I get in and I drive, and it, it's a utility. I, I, I'm more concerned about my reflection in other people, right? I'm not concerned about... Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not concerned. Like I can't think of anything right now that I want, and I don't. And I and I just got rid of most of my stuff. A new back. <sighs> it is out today. And what would you pay to have a, a new back? Oh, that's good. Put that on pay over time. That's a great point. You know, I learned my lesson. Remember Foley's? Foley's? Yeah. Well, I don't remember Foley's. I was uh, 18 years oh, old. Oh, Foley's the store. The Got department my first store. credit card. Had to have a $1,400 Movado watch. You, that was a good looking watch, though. I remember I that I was watch. working at a first cafeteria at the time for $3.25 an hour. I was also pouring, I was pouring driveways, throwing newspapers, cleaning cars, and working at a yogurt shop, and also going to school full time. Why wouldn't you get a watch? Yeah. So I had to have that 14 i am still paying off that watch. 
<laughs> and Foley's has been closed now for 30 years. I'm still paying off. Anyway. Hey, uh, he's Ron. I'm Don. Thanks for stopping by the Ron and Don Show. We sure do appreciate you. And thanks to Les Schwab and Les Schwab Tires. Don't forget, with these guys, it's a Les Schwab Best Tire Value Promise for the life of the tire. You know this, that everything's free. It's not like the other guys where you have to pay silly money for those certificates. Then you find out nothing, nothing is covered. And you want to make sure as we get ready in the Pacific Northwest, because here comes the rain. Here comes the snow. That means you're going to need tires, you need chains, cables. They're going to help you out with all that stuff. They're going to make sure your battery's going to crank over. They're going to make sure your brakes are going to work each and every time. Just stop by one of their tire locations. They'll take your car, and they'll put it up on a rack, and they'll check everything out. Not, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. So why wouldn't you do that at Les Schwab and LesSchwab.com? 85 uh, locations in Western Washington to serve you, so make sure you stop by there. Again, as we head into uh, some rough weather. It's always rough fall to winter here in the great specific Northwest. Ron, how can we uh, subscribe to the Ron and Don Show? Yeah, just open up the podcast app on your Apple phone. Hit uh, the search button, the little uh, uh, magnifying glass, Ron and Don Radio. Hit the subscribe button. It'll drop into your feed every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah, and a lot of people are they're in different places on the real estate journey. And sometimes you just want to sit down with somebody and you want to talk it through, whether you're a buyer or seller, investor, whatever it is. You can do that. We do call it a Ron and Don sit down, a Ron and Don coffee. We'll sit down with you, and we'll just kind of look, and we'll talk, and we'll explore together. It all starts with a cup of coffee that I'm going to make just for you. And you're going to love it, kind of, after we put a bunch of creamer and sugar in it. Then you're really going to love it, all right? He's Ron. I'm Don. Reminding you, keep your head up and your shoulders back. It's the Ron and Don Show only on the Ron and Don Radio Network, brought to you by Ron and Don. We are licensed real estate brokers at Windermere. That's Ron Upshaw. At Windermere.com, Don O'Neill at Windermere.com. Ron and Don. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network, man. Okay, how much do I have to pay you for this? (laughs) One (laughs) dollar. 